0: hey welcome to the everything seo podcast i'm michaela a stay-at-home mom of three who just happens to be in love with everything related to seo blogging marketing coffee and we're shedding light into the many mystifying corners of search engine optimization and what that means for us service providers small business owners and bloggers we're going to ditch the do-it-all narrative surrounding seo and really sit down and craft strategies that are sustainable but still get us those first page results. Now let's get cozy, grab your fave sweater and a cup of tea, and let's talk everything SEO. Hello, hello, and welcome back to another episode of Everything SEO. If you were with us last week, we covered where to put your keywords and what it means to put keywords in the right places on your main pages. And I told you that this week we would be covering where to put your keywords in your blog post. This is a little different, and this episode might get a little bit longer than my usual because this is my self-proclaimed zone of genius. So I'm going to share, and there's going to be a few nuances too, because there really is not a very specific recipe. We have best practices, but unfortunately for every blog post, it's going to depend. So I'm going to give you the best advice I can that you can kind of apply across the board and tell you when there might be some certain circumstances that it doesn't apply anymore. All right. So here are the places to put your keywords in your blog post. Also, remember we're sprinkling here. We're not spraying too many keywords is going to hurt us. Not going to help us. So the very first place that you're going to put a keyword is in your blog post title. Your blog post title is automatically going to be your H1. And you can actually make this different what people can see on your site versus what Google is seeing. You can specify your SEO title But whatever it is, your SEO title should have your keyword, preferably at the beginning of the title. But if it doesn't feel natural, like just just what it is. And if you're using long tail keywords, there's a very good chance that your keyword is going to be the entire title, if not everything but like a number. (laughs) That seems to be the the trend when using long tail keywords, because you can only make a title so long for Google's best practices. Next is going to be your meta. You want to make sure kind of following the same setup as on-page SEO and for your regular pages. You want to make it feel natural. You want to mention it once and it your meta shouldn't just be super long. It should feel be like maybe a sentence, maybe two sentences. It really depends on how lengthy your sentence is and it should include your keyword. Then it's going to be your Subheadings. I always say a good rule of thumb is definitely at least one H2. And if you have a bunch of H3s, like this is just a really lengthy blog post, I would use it in one of your H3s. Now, just because you have header H3s, which are header 3s, does not mean you need to put a keyword in your H3. Look at your content, look at its length. If it's not very lengthy and you don't have a huge amount of H3s and H4s, like don't worry about it. Don't stress about it. Keep it in your H2 and in your title. Finally, it's going to be in your all images. And actually, it's all in your image SEO. The image SEO for your blog post is a whole nother thing. But you're going to want to use your keyword and, and make sure it's naturally. We're talking about using your keywords naturally here. We're not trying to force keyword use. If you're forcing it, maybe the keyword is not right. Or maybe you just need to restructure how you're thinking about it and kind of get a little more creative. But... You want to use a keyword in your file name when you're saving it. And so when you upload it, their keyword is associated with that file. And your are all image descriptions. And if you're doing all image descriptions, please make sure that these are supposed to be for accessibility. So you keep that in mind. Do not keyword stuff. And make sure that if you're using your keyword in it, that it feels natural and it still describes what the image is portraying. Next, it's gonna kind of be your actual content, which is pretty cool, right? Your content. I always say the same thing as with the main pages. A pretty good practice is one keyword per 300 words. Now, I say that, but that doesn't apply to every circumstance, and it can change based on what your keyword is. You should be using one primary keyword and a few secondary keywords in your content when you're writing a blog post your primary keyword should typically be included in your first paragraph or the beginning of your second paragraph and a good way to think of it is if you're asking a question or a keyword is a question it could normally fit at the beginning of your second paragraph. Your first paragraph, it's a good introduction into what you're writing and why you're writing it. And then your second paragraph is then answering the question. And you're going to keep it like a little short thing because Google can kind of grab that from your website and put it when people Google that question. So you're going to have a higher chance of placement, of higher placement. And people like to have the answer of what, answer their question it might seem funky to give it away right right away essentially but people are looking for the answer to the questions and if you're making them scroll all the way down the page for a very simple question or a relatively quick answer then they're not going to stick around they're going to find somebody who does and you're not losing anybody by doing that people are going to stick around to read the rest of it and if they were not planning to stick around originally they're not going to do it anyways so don't stress it. Just go ahead and provide the answer. So keyword and first paragraph or second paragraph. And these should be short paragraphs, two to three sentences long. Not, not like super lengthy most of the time. Like I said, everything about blogging is kind of nuanced. You just kind of have to go with what's in your niche and follow what feels good. Because honestly, quality over quantity and quality over nearly anything else. Um, your blog posts are going to rank really well. As long as you're providing quality content and following general SEO best practices. So, you should also be sprinkling that keyword throughout your content. Like I said, the one per 300 uh, words and 300 words typically ends up being, depending on how lengthy of a writer you are, it can be each section. So, every H2 section can end up being 300 words. Or if you write short, that might be. Once in your entire blog post because you only wrote 500 words. You're like, okay, I'll just need it once. And that is perfectly fine um, if you are answering a question or you have a really quick solution or you're giving information immediately as long as it is quality content. And I will talk a little bit more about the nuance of that in just a second, but I want to mention one last place that you can kind of put your keyword in your blog post and that's your URL. You can pretty much copy and paste your keyword as your URL. All right. So back to the body content. I just not want to forget about that and forget to mention it. And I actually have a blog post about that that you can read to see like how you need to structure that. Cause I know sometimes our keywords have different symbols and stuff in them. And you really shouldn't be including those into your URL. Or if you're making a list, you're like, well, should I include, you know, if I'm making a list of 13 things, should I include that 13 in there? Or if your keyword includes like the year, should you include the year in there, but I go over that in the blog post. it's in the show notes. But back to your body content. Okay, so I said that the one word, one keyword per 300 words is kind of nuanced. And that's because there's different types of blog posts and natural like even just naturally, because we're, we're all about using keywords naturally. There are situations where they might just arise naturally. It also tends to be if you have a shorter keyword, you're gonna accidentally find yourself mentioning it more often than a long long tail because you really have to think about putting in a long tail. But if you're focusing on a short keyword that's like one or two words long, you end up using it just just because you're writing about it. But here's an example. So if you're writing a review on a product and your keyword is the tool name, you're going to end up using the tool name Many, many times, whether you intend to or not, you have to consciously think about not mentioning it too, too many times. Like, obviously, it's going to be more than it's probably going to be more than one in every 300 words, and that is totally okay. Or even if you're saying, you know, tool review. So, like, I have a Pixie Stock review on my website, and I say Pixie Stock and Pixie Stock review a lot in it, or my thoughts on Pixie Stock, and that is perfectly okay. That blog post is ranking number one for that, by the way. So I have proof that it is perfectly okay. (laughs) Now, then a list, you might find it harder, like if you're making a listicle, which is when you write 13 of your favorite things. Depending on how in-depth you're going on those 13 things, you might find it harder to mention your keyword multiple times because your keyword might be, I don't know, 13 tools that, I use in my business every day. So that might be tools you use in your business every day. That might be really hard to mention in such a long post multiple times or make it feel natural or make it natural in the post multiple times. And so it just doesn't get mentioned. The main thing to focus on then is in your first paragraph or your second paragraph, however you need to put it, and then at the end, and typically you're, it's going to be your first H2 too for a listicle, just because you're probably going to reintroduce what you're writing the blog post about, which should be including your keyword. So in this situation, you'll find that you have a lot of alternative keywords. So alternative keywords are kind of like saying the same thing multiple different times or different phrases that essentially lead somebody to the same answer. And when you're writing a listicle, those tend to come out. <laughs> at least more often than if you're writing a traditional how-to article or a complete guide article or anything like that. So the listicle is really when those come out. But when you're writing a traditional how-to post or like a guide and you're probably sticking under 1,200 words, then the 1 to 300 ratio is a pretty good way to start and then just following the rest of those. So, you know, your title meta, your subheaders, your all image tags, your image file name, your first paragraph or your beginning of your second paragraph, your URL, and then like I said, and your body content. So it really, really just kind of depends. And you have to approach it thinking naturally. So my best form of advice for like your in a content keyword usage is to pick out your keyword before you get started. Which you should be doing anyways, because it can be really hard to do that. This might be more difficult if you're trying to repurpose content and optimize content like that. Specifically, like if you have a podcast, you're like, well, this just doesn't align with anything. You might have to play around a little bit to get used to it and to find those right keywords and figure out what fits. But go ahead and have one in mind while you're writing. Centered content around that. A very typical pattern of mine outside of you know the first paragraph second paragraph deal is I try and bring it back for my first h2 and then if it's a really long content piece I try and bring it back for my final h2 now if it doesn't make sense in my first at all then I always try and make sure that I put it in my final that's just something that I've felt that works I've seen work and a practice that I kind of pull across mine and my clients blogs, but of course like I said everything is very nuanced you can get a little bit creative so that's it for today I hope you learned something that you can apply but if you need any help with researching keywords or looking at your content and figuring out where to put your keywords or if you don't want to do your blog post at all and you just want to hand it off I'm here I have a strategy call if you want to DIY it, or if you just want to hand it off, we can talk about quarterly content. Those links are down below in the show notes, and I am excited to talk to y'all next week. I have some really good content coming up, and I am very passionate about sharing it. But until then, bye. As always, I hope you are able to learn at least one new thing today and how you can apply it to your own business or blog. Thanks for listening to this episode of Everything SEO. Don't forget to hit follow so you don't miss the next episode. It's a goodie. And check the show notes for everything we talked about today. And come connect with me on Instagram at commamama.co if you have any questions or thoughts you want to share. Talk soon.